Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Andrew Millen, and you're all very welcome back to the Celtic Soul podcast. I hope you're all still enjoying the celebrations after Andrew and the boys delivered that double winning season and also congratulations to the Celtic women's team who also delivered a double when they won both cups and all those trophies are now sitting proud and pretty in the Celtic Park trophy room. The celebrations have been posted online by Celtic fans from every corner of the globe from Glasgow's Merchant City to Melbourne and from the Rebels in Santa Ponza to the boys down in Sydney. And I'll be hooking up with some of them boys from Sydney as we continue the celebration stateside in Las Vegas from the 12th of June for the North American Celtic Supporters Federation Convention. And we are really looking forward to heading over to that next week, capture the celebrations and also to join in the crack. And we have our own announcement to make because we're returning to Thailand to run the Land of Smiles Celtic Supporters Festival. And all details will be on CelticFansion.com and you can also get all the details across our social media platforms and we have created separate pages for the Land of Smiles Celtic Festival so get following us on Instagram Twitter and Facebook and we'll also post up on the More Than 90 Minutes pages on LinkedIn now last time we went to Thailand it was just before the world went into lockdown when Covid was then known as the coronavirus and we had an absolute ball a lot of pressure on us to deliver a festival during the pandemic so hopefully this one will be a little bit easier. We're just about to confirm our hotel base for the week in both Pattaya and Bangkok. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I know I know we're getting a lot of messages, people wanting to know, you know, which hotels and where the venues are and so forth. But we just want to get it right. We want to make sure we tick all the boxes so that everybody enjoys themselves and that there's no hiccups. We've learned so much from running the last festival, as I said, during the pandemic. Also over on the website, folks, you'll find news articles, all the podcasts, content from Celtic Fanzine TV, and please don't subs- forget to subscribe to our newsletter, the Celtic Soul Podcast, and our YouTube channel, Celtic Fanzine TV. More than 90 minutes, issue 121 is now 21 years old, and our last issue of the season is now available to buy in print and digital format, and you can order a copy online at Celtic Fanzine com forward slash shop forward slash and you'll also find all our t-shirts and merchandise at the shop and if you're a Celtic minded business a Celtic supporters club 
and you like what we do and the free content we produce across all platforms, please get in contact with us. If you would like to sponsor a podcast, and you can email us at info at com, or you can private message us on any of the social media channels. You can also support us by buying something from the shop, subscribing to the fanzine, becoming a member, or donating for the price of a pint. And we thank all those who have supported us throughout the year. Keep all the comments coming in, folks, and here's a couple of the comments we received in the last week or so. Great mag, great and unique podcast, great question and answers. Just listen to UB40 drummer Jimmy Brown's podcast. Fascinating. That comes in from Jimmy Foley. Thanks very much, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Brown, great guy. Hopefully we'll speak to Jimmy again. And delighted to see that they're back on tour and hoping to catch them soon. Used to love watching his gold celebrations. He could jump a fair height. And that comes in from Brendan Danny Lowe. And he reacts to David Potter's excellent article on Martin O'Neill's time at Celtic. And it's hard to believe it's been 22 years since he stood on the steps of Celtic Park to a hero's welcome and delivered a treble that season and then took us on that wonderful journey to Seville where I'm happy to say we had plenty of drinking water. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Interesting hearing Simon Fuse says Joe P on YouTube after watching Simon Donnelly's Celtic Fanzine TV interview with us when he spoke about Wim Janssen and also about that famous team to stop the ten in a row. Folks, on this episode of the podcast, we get the thoughts of Celtic manager, Big Ange Postacoglu, top goal scorer at the club this season, Giamakis, Georgius Giamakis, and also player of the year and captain fantastic, Callum McGregor. And we recorded this when we were pitch side on trophy day with fellow Celtic independent outlets, and we thank Celtic media department for giving us access this season. It took 21 years for us to get access to pre- and post-match press conferences, but we finally did, and we thank them for that. Who's asking Alan, how does that compare the difference as captain leading us this season? You've won, it, you've won the Twitter before so many times, the difference? Yeah, you know, obviously a hugely special moment for me um, to lead the team and, and be the first one to lift the trophy. Um, but you know the reality is it's for everyone it's for everyone at the club it's for the supporters you know everybody's sacrificed over the last couple of years um, you know some difficult days and, and to have a day like this a celebration um, to be to bring success back to the football club is brilliant you know that's why the players play football and, and, and play for this club is to give you guys um, you know days like this Enjoy your break Callum we spoke to you in September you mentioned the Champions League how much was that mentioned by you this season to motivate the players? Um, I think firstly, you know, you got to win the league. Your you bread and butter is the league. Um, you know, there was a, obviously a period of time where everyone thought if you win the league, you'll get in the Champions League, and then it was a little bit um, no sure. So you still then got the qualifiers at the, at the start of next season, and you know they come really quickly. Um, so they are really difficult games. But you know, once we kind of got myself in the position of you know pole position to win the league, then obviously the, the, the excitement of Champions League and everything else takes over. But I think first and foremost, you know, the bread and butter is the league title. Mm. Alan, in terms of you and James are now the only two invincibles left, how emotional was the dressing room, um, given that it was near and Tom's last game? Yeah, it was, it was. Um, the manager spoke and then Tom and Nero both spoke and they bring a tea to a glass of eye, I think. Um, really emotional moment for the group, uh, but these two guys have been brilliant servants for the club. Hugely successful time at Celtic as well. Um, they'll be they'll be hugely missed as, as characters as well and, and, and good people at the club. So we just wish them well for you know for everyone at the club. We, we wish them um, we wish them well in the new journey. Last year we were in 
quite a lot of disarray uh, at the end of the season. What was it you did and who helped you to, to bring this team together? Because the unity that we see from the, the team and now the fans as well is something unreal. Yeah, it's brilliant to, to have everyone back in the stadium. I think that makes a huge difference as well. Um, but, it, but there was a freshness, you know, we, we had to recruit so many players, you know, a, a lot of players left as well and it was kind of, you know, the end of an era in, in terms of that uh, group of players that had been successful and then, like you said, just showed that a little bit at the end. But um, these new guys came in, they showed hunger, they showed desire, they wanted to play for the, the jersey and the manager's a brilliant leader, you know, he, he, he gives authority when he speaks, everyone listens and then obviously you have to have the tactical understanding and, and all the football knowledge to back it up, which these players do as well. And then you get everyone working hard and, and running hard for each other. That you know, there's no there's no secret to it. You just got to run hard and work hard for your teammates. Thank Thanks you. for having Cheers, guys. Thank you. How did you feel to be the, the joint top goal scorer in the league? Uh, it's a little bit weird because you you know you're the top scorer, but you're not exactly <laughs> alone top scorer. So. Uh, but actually, it's a nice feeling. Uh, I've experienced that uh, last year also, and um, I was looking forward to for this to happen again. I wish we had some more time so I can be the only one. But uh, the most important is that we won the league. I'm really happy for that. I uh, contributed a little bit with my goals and my effort, uh, and that's the most important. And our top scorer today um, scored up at Tannadice at the Wednesday night. Can I just ask about the relationship between yourself and Kyogo? Obviously, both of you have played top top this season. You both came in. Our relationship is, is perfect. It's perfect actually. We we have never any any moments and uh, bad moments. Uh, never happened between us. Uh, we want the best for each other, and uh, we score. Both of us we score goals, and this is our job to help the team. Um, we we'll have a contest and competition, but I think it's a, it's a good competition. Um, I think uh, we have. Uh, very good feelings between each other and uh, the most important is the team, not the player. You had a difficult start to your career, the first kind of half, but how important was the manager making sure you continued? Now in the second half of the season you've been excellent and really helped us win the title. How important has Ange been throughout that? Yes, well, um, I had a difficult start for the, uh, that season. I had some injuries. Uh, it was also a discomforting and uh, unfortunately I was a victim. <laughs> and uh, well. The first six months was really bit, uh, a little bit uh, tough, and uh, I had to, to recover. Um, Gaffa was uh, really, really good on me. Um, it's really, so he really took the pressure from me, and uh, he was uh, insisting that um, doesn't happen. Any, it didn't happen anything bad. We're just waiting for you. Uh, just uh, try to be healthy. Just try to be fit, and uh, you, you're going to be yourself, and you will help us. Just to touch on what Tony said, in the second half of the season, you've been excellent for this as well. Do you now feel like you settled into the city, you settled into Glasgow and you're happy and enjoying life here as well? Is that yeah, actually, actually, I love, uh, love my life uh, here and um, yeah, I'm feeling great, my family is feeling great, so that's, the, that's really important for me. Um, sure, at, um, I had some, uh, some tough moments this year, but uh, the, next, uh, the second part of the season I was uh, almost myself. I can say that uh, next year I can be even better with the precision because I had luck like precision this year and it really cost me uh, the, the first six months. 
you will get to experience the Champions League here next season. Uh, you've already experienced Euro Europa League nights here, and we can all tell you how special the Champions League are. Actually, I've already played Champions League with Ike Athens, and uh, it was really nice. The anthem is uh, just uh, like it's coming from a dream, and uh, you don't want to, to wake up. It's something unbelievable. Uh, I can't wait to, to play uh, Champions League with these fans in that stadium. I think it's going to be amazing, going to be outstanding. The atmosphere and I uh, can't wait for this. Extra station. Last season you scored 30 goals and it ended up uh, to relegated. Um, here you're now a champion. How does that feel? Actually, it's an amazing feeling. It's a unique feeling to be a champion. It's something that uh, really worth your, your effort uh, during the whole season. And uh, it's something that uh, has to be the, 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 the best target in, uh, in this club. Every, every single season. Uh, we, we achieved that this season and uh, we were going to celebrate for the summer and then we start again uh, as uh, main target this, this uh, league title again. So you over there in the corner with your wee child, was that special? Yeah, it's amazing. I'm, I'm spending the best time of my, of my whole life. Uh, I cannot believe it. It's, uh, I feel blessed. Uh, I've got everything and uh, I'm really grateful to God. Deserve it. Thank, Thank you very much. You did that in abundance today, but on a personal note, just how incredible it was to see for you and how do you feel walking out that pitch with that trophy? Yeah, no, it's um, you know, it, it, it is. It's hard to put into words. Um, you know, the, the boys again were incredible today. Uh, you know, I've challenged them all year that you know every time we play, we want to play our best game, and, and today, you know, they had every excuse to maybe just be a bit off it and, and sort of just try and cruise with. Now, since Wednesday, I've just had the, the sense that they didn't celebrate on Wednesday because they wanted to do it properly today and and finish it off in the manner that that they wanted to show the kind of football team they were. So, yeah, in the context of all that, and like I said, seeing the joy it brings to people, um, the people I work with, but more importantly, the, the, the fans, is, uh, yeah, it's priceless. And you, your career at Celtic hopefully is just starting. Um, my fellow was it, Tom Loggett, is ending. Don't well, finish me off yet, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's ending, but um, if you could describe the man, whether it's the character of him, his football and ability, or what he's achieved in three words, why would you describe him? Yeah, no, three words ain't going to do it. Um, <laughs> no, look, with Tom and you guys will know better than me, um, for sort of a foreign player to, to, to last this long at this football club, yeah, they've got to be made of some pretty strong stuff. He came here as a teenager, virtually. He's, you know, he's leaving as a you know, a family man with a, with a child and he's had his whole adult life here and, and everyone knows the expectations that you have when you play for this football club that every year you're expected to perform, every year you're expected to have success. Um, so you don't last here unless you're a really strong character and, uh, and you know, obviously I knew Tom from, from Australia and I've always loved him as a footballer and I knew he'd fit into the way we play our football so, you know, it's been great for me to be able to work with him for the last 12 months and yeah, I said before. Yeah, you know, probably at the beginning he was the he was the go-to man when people were trying to find information about me. And now, now I'm hopeful he said good things about me. But <laughs> um, but you know, irrespective, he's been a great sort of source for me in the dressing room because I know he's been he's been really positive about everything. And, and if, you know, if there's been doubts in the playing group early on, you know, with Callum, uh, particularly Tommy, you know, because he's been through it before, he said, look, just stick to the process and, and you'll see what you get at the end. Thanks, Alex. Thanks. 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 Thanks.
the fans will be behind you right from the start and will be all season. That relationship has just blossomed and the fans can't believe how brilliant a manager you are for us. Yeah, no, look, I mean, I, I, I'm i not sure I said it in that context, but I did say that I had the feeling that once I was announced that the support here took me in as one of their own and, and you can't attack one of their own, you know, and, and they backed me as they should until proven otherwise. And it was up to me then to, to sort of repay that faith and, and, you know, repay the belief they had in, in me and what I was trying to do. And you know, I said I said in the press in there that for us to achieve what we did this year, it was only going to happen if the whole club was pulling in one direction. And by the whole club, I mean, you know, players, staff, management board and the fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, we couldn't have one part of our football club, you know, resisting the, the road we were going down because, you know, we had no margin for error this year. We had to be almost perfect in, in our performances to win the league. And, uh, you know, like I said, today is, is hopefully paying back you know, all the supporters who, who sort of stuck by us. And I know you're really big on the story and the journey and you say that to the players quite a lot. What does the next step of the journey look like? I, 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 I don't know. I don't talk about the endings, you know. As I keep saying to the players, um, I don't want to sell us short. So if I can say, you know, I didn't say this year we wanted to be champions or, you know, whatever sort of ambitions I had, I, I leave that. What's important is, that, like you said, the story is that if we can be a better football team next year than we were this year and keep improving like we did, then we're going to be in a pretty good place and that's going to bring us moments like this. But um, what's really important is that you know, we understand that you've got to, you know, we hold the pen to our story and, and, and those words are written by us. So, you know, how we want it to end is going to depend on, you know, the, the, the words, I'm, I'm getting a bit philosophical here, but the words, <laughs> the words we put down on the paper. And, and for a moment in the season where you felt everything clicked or did you think the players were at it from day one? Yeah, look, I think the key for us this year is just, and, and it hasn't been easy, and again, you guys will know better than anyone else, that, you know, in this city, with this football team, there's a thousand things that happen every day that will try and take away your focus from what's important, right? Um, and you can get distracted by other clubs, other stories, people saying things, you know, the expectations. And what we've tried to do is really say uh, every day we, we come in there with a real concentration to be the best we can be and chip away at it and chip away. Don't look at the, 
the Premiership table. Don't look at how many games left. Don't look who's above us, below us. Just focus on what's in front of us. And because we've had that narrow focus, you know, I haven't felt there's a, a pivotal moment. But yeah, there's no doubt Celtic Park here against Rangers in the derby. In my mind, that's the night we got ourselves in a position to be champions because it wasn't that we got to first place, but if we hadn't have won, they probably would have got too far ahead of us. I didn't see them dropping too many games, you know, so that night was pivotal. And then the manner in which we played, I think in terms of the players and their belief, they, they then sort of got that sort of extra bit of energy they needed to say, well, we can do this. And was he the... Looking at today, I mean, Jackie Marcus comes on as a sub and scores twice. But how should have had three? But. Should have had three. <laughs> enough. How happy does it make you knowing you know you've got players, you've got such a strong squad now going into the next season, you've got loads of players, goals all over the team. How happy does it make you that you know you've got those players to rely on and you've got a great selection, massive squad depth? Yeah, but you know, at the same time, that's yeah, that's the areas we can improve because when you talk about you know whether it's Jacko or Kiogo, you know. Dave Turnbull today scoring goal. A lot of these guys missed a big part of the season, you know, and, and we haven't really, it's only sort of been the last, you know, maybe four or five weeks, we've had the full squad together. So, being able to do a pre season with a whole group, um, you know, we'll add to the squad, we'll add to the team, we'll, 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 be, we'll, we'll be stronger, we have to be stronger next year. But there'll be improvement in those guys anyway. There, there has to be because, um, like I said, for most of them, you know, very few apart from maybe Cal and a couple of others who, and even Cal missed most of the pre-season because he's with Scotland. You know, the ability for us now to have a full pre-season with the bulk of this squad, um, you know, there's improvement in these guys. I know there is, but, you know, for them to sort of... And it's been, again, the story of our season. Whenever we needed someone to stand up, we've had a different person at different times. And uh, it was great to get, you know, both Kyogre and, 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 and Jacko out there today and, and showing what they can do. And with Tom and Neil leaving, you're losing two leaders in the dressing room. Throughout the season, like you said, there, we've had quite a few leaders step up. Who's impressed you the most, and which, with the summer transfers, with leadership roles, uh, be something that you'd be looking to reinforce? No, not necessarily. I think the good thing about having sort of Nero and, and Tommy here, and but obviously Cal and, and guys even like Scotty Bain and James Forrest, they pass on the legacy, right? So they they tell these guys what it's like to play for this football club, you know, what the expectations are, and it never changes. Um, so, you know, the legacy of all the great teams that have played here, it gets passed down from generation to generation. So what I'm hoping is that the new group we've had this year, that there'll be two or three amongst them that will pick up the baton from, from guys like Tommy and Nero because they've lived it themselves now. You know, they've, they've, they've climbed that mountain and they realise that what the expectations are every week at this football club. So, you know, it's up to them now to step up as leaders. I mean, I, you know, my gut is that we still need to bring some some good talent through this this group. And, you know, for the most part, we've tried to bring in players who their best is ahead of them. And um, and that's what we'll be doing in this market as well. And we're finished the league season undefeated here at Celtic Park and we've built something really special in the home games. How key is that going to be next season to that we're going to have the Champions League? Yeah, it's, it's always crucial. I knew it would be crucial this year. Um, yeah, obviously our waveform wasn't great sort of back end of last year and beginning of this year. So, um, you know, we have to take advantage. It, we've got certain advantages here that, you know, uh, some are just natural that, you know, the support we have within this stadium is is worth so much to us as a football club. So we've got to use that. Um, the pitch suits our football. 
we've got the fastest ball boys in the world, mate. So, <laughs> all these things are designed for us to make sure that when teams come here, they're uncomfortable. Um, because it is uncomfortable for us when we go to away games. So, you know, we need to take advantage of that. And, and, and more than anything is that you know that there's nothing better for, for a supporter than when they come to the ground and watch their team play at home that they leave with the best possible feeling, you know. The away days are good for the hardcore, but this one, <laughs> the, the home games are for the masses. Uh, Andrew, you're home, sorry, Andrew, you're home on Wednesday. Did you take the point moment? No, not really, because I came back here and they were running right here as well. And, uh, they got me on the freeway as well, so... Uh, <laughs> no, look, I, a bit like the players, you know, I never said anything to the players, to be fair, but there was just a sense in the room that no, we're not done yet, even though we won it. We wanted to finish it off today in style, so it kind of, you know, we've just prepared for it like any other game, you know. Of course, you take a moment and realise that, you know, you've achieved the task, but, you know, it was just a comma. Today was the full stop, so I'll enjoy tonight. Thank you, mate. Thank you. And would you come in last summer? You didn't really have any chance to be here. It was just full bell for the championship qualifier and the league starting. A bit different this year because you've obviously gone to have a bit more kind of free time. Uh, what will that be spent doing? I don't mean personally, but in terms of the clubs. No free time, mate. No free time. <laughs> no. Don't stop. Yeah, no. It's, look, I, I think that's the beauty of winning it this year, and that was the extra incentive for me. I just felt it was a crucial year for us to win it. Um, you know what Scottish football's like. If if one club gets dominance and, and, and it lasts for more than a year, then you know it takes a while to bridge that gap. So with Champions League football this year, I knew this year we had to bounce back and and, and make sure we got our firm full holding in, in being the dominant team here. And um, what this allows us to do is have a pre-season with no qualifiers. I can recruit players already knowing we're in the Champions League, not having to wait for the qualifiers. Um, the players can have a decent break, which they need after this year. So there's a whole range of advantages, but at the same time, you know, my role is to make sure we, we use that, you know, we don't want to waste it. Um, so, you know, the work will start um, fairly quickly to make sure we're ready for it. Thank you, guys. Well, that's it, folks, for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you're looking for something else to listen to over the weekend, can I recommend a couple of episodes? Our last episode was with Frank Trundle, Dublin-based Celtic fan, who was Jerry Lee Lewis's bodyguard. And it's a fascinating insight into that um, lifestyle, I suppose, the lifestyle of the rich, famous rock and roll stars. Uh, amazing. And he also looked after the boys when they were walking on the Michael Collins film, uh, the likes of Liam Neeson, Stephen Ray, and so forth. So, yeah, very, very interesting uh, interview there with Frank who joined us in the studio here. It's always nice to get people in the studio. We also spoke to Bobby Bluebell from 80s band The Bluebells recently and uh, that's another excellent podcast and you'll get an insight into the Glasgow music scene in the 80s and another man who loves uh, Celtic Football Club. And if you want to delve I suppose a bit further back into our archives, our most listened to podcast, well it was two episodes of it actually was with Paul Heaton and this week Paul Heaton returns to Dublin for a gig and we can't wait St Anne's Park Rahini there's 111 of us travelling up on the buses from Gleason's Bar and Drada and uh, just cannot wait to to get uh, the dancing shoes on for that one Deacon Blue is supporting them as well so it's going to be a great day and as I record this I'm looking out the studio window and it's the rain is, is it's not belting down but it's coming down and hopefully if God's a Paul Heaton fan, 
Uh, he turns off that tap and the sunshine comes out tomorrow for us. Can't thank you enough for the support all season and hopefully we'll squeeze in another podcast next week. We are really busy because life is, is back as, as normal as we knew it before the lockdown. Well, almost, with the exception of the odd place you have to wear a mask, but we are getting back to normal here and it just feels like it was just a bad dream, doesn't it? For our football fix this week, we'll be in the Viva Stadium on Wednesday night when Ireland take on the Ukraine and we'll also be there for the big clash with Scotland when I suppose a couple of our mates will be over from Glasgow, some supporting Ireland, some supporting Scotland and may the best team be Ireland and they win. Sorry sorry to my Scottish um, support mates, but when it comes to international football, it's the Republic of Ireland for me. Thanks to Ronan once again for producing the podcast and to Dan for our Celtic Soul shot with Paul Heaton, which you can watch on Celtic Fanzine TV when Paul talks about his gigs in Dublin over the years, uh, enjoying himself too much maybe on the Irish tours back in the beautiful South days. And he also talks about fame and how it affects you. So folks, keep the faith. Whatever you do this week, enjoy yourself. Enjoy looking back at that fantastic season. And I think we'll play out with a little something from the Paul Heaton back catalogue. Take it away, Paul. With an AK-47 Line them up against the wall Gonna let them talk to heaven Give them same dice they gave us And let them roll a seven Welcome to heat and grab We friendly local text Our jurors links for all to see And the newspaper editors Swing from neighboring trees With trains and buses Education, health and safety's free Welcome to heat and grab Launching other lads made to the streets of Baghdad That made you all so sad Left so far a cliff like the first meal they'd have They treated dear old Blighty like some dead cheap shack Now they're paying zero tax and Richard Branson's bag
the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.